0: No, intros are still so awkward. Because like, we missed a lot of good stuff we were already talking about. like, Did you ever grow up with those shows, like, you know, people getting sent to another world?
1: I can't think of one, but I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had
2: Samurai <laughs> Jack, obviously, as I mentioned. There's that? I, I would have to say the 1990s uh, Spider-Man animated series. Because there was a couple episodes where Spidey was taken to another universe
0: yeah okay those are good i remember when they redid the secret wars and that spider-man cartoon yeah i loved it but you know what's the one thing i remember about those cartoons is that how buff everyone is yeah like even doc Ock, he's a that's the 90s dude that was he's like my favorite us.
1: villain back then was doc ock
0: oh dude doc ock has gotten so much love in the last decade
1: and he's just a good villain I think. Yeah. I like Kingpin, too, even though. He's I, like, uh, he, was, he was fantastic. He's still fantastic. Yeah. And the guy that played him in uh, Daredevil? Um, the, has the the in
0: first, wait, the Daredevil movie or the Daredevil? Oh, no, no. No, oh, not the Daredevil oh, movie. Oh, oh no.
1: Netflix series. Ooh, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So,
0: but to be fair, the Kingpin in that movie was really good. Like, if you took, okay, let's make a live-action version of Kingpin from the Spider-Man cartoon, that's how I would see him. He played that character.
2: Yeah, I would say that, yeah.
0: Like, that movie, like, t- love it or hate it, like, Kingpin was solid.
1: Yeah. Bullseye was kind of weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it, 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 it could have been so much more. But yeah. That's the thing, it could have been so much more. I that didn't.
0: I It's like that's back in the age where like they just weren't trying the same level as we are now with these movies. Like look at the Marvel movies that are like spot on. You know, they're the people who are writing them are are, know what they're doing. Yeah. It's like yeah, whoever. Yeah. Whoever thought we'd get a accurate Doctor Strange movie? You know, a a couple decades ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they, everyone thought that that was at least, uh, you know, a pipe dream until, you know, the good people of Marvel and also the casting. It's, it's oh, yeah. very hard to cast these characters, but it also shows the level of um, commitment they have because they say, we really care about the actors. Yeah, We really care about the casting of these characters and so we would keep hire these Oscar-worthy actors.
1: Yeah, the one movie they still
2: need to fix is Fantastic Four. They they haven't cracked it. They have not cracked it, I will admit.
0: I will say this if anyone can crack the Fantastic Four movie, it's gonna be Marvel themselves, you know. Because think about all the other ones uh, the there's the OG one that was never released to theaters because it was just to keep the license, which for a product of its time, it's fun for one of those like it's so bad, it's good kind of watches. Yes. so it's not irredeemable. Um, then the new Fantastic Four movies that Fox did, like the Jessica Alba was in those, right? I, yeah,
1: yeah, I did. I didn't hate that.
0: Those yeah, me ones. neither. I didn't hate that. And you know what? I kind of like the second one. I remember the scene where like they give all their powers to Torch, and I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of a cool fight scene. Yeah,
1: but like Galactus was weird and
2: the galactic cloud yeah yeah it it didn't quite hit they only took a part partial part of the they took liberties on the a lot of this the story especially of that scary story arc but that's the thing they shouldn't
0: yeah yeah, it's a legendary tale in herbal comics you kind of got faithful to it yeah that's why when like they
1: do adaptions of things um, I don't get why they couldn't, like, read the comic or, like, play the video game. Like, video game movies, like, could be so good if they just play the game. Like, Assassin's Creed. That's my, that was my favorite, like, uh, video game series for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of still is, but, like, I haven't played since, uh, a- after I played Unity for, like, five minutes, I wanted to, like, throw up. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> But before that, Black Flag was the last one that I actually played that I actually liked. Um, I even have a fucking tattoo. So I watched the movie and it has like little hints of the game, but most of it is just terrible. So like the Animus thing, like what? It's so weird.
0: Okay, let's be honest though that the story of Assassin's Creed is already kind of all over the place.
1: Well, the story... Technically ended um, when Desmond died. Spoiler, if people haven't played (laughs) it yet. Aaron, what is your problem? Yeah. So if Desmond didn't die, well, because there's like a thing that I thought um, that he could have still been alive because like there's this like light or something at the end when he's like dying and there's um, a light from like his soul or something. It could have went into something else. So I, I thought like maybe. Because I thought their whole plan was they're gonna go up to like present day, like his time, and he would be the assassin. Mm-hmm. But, but that didn't happen, so I was just like so confused. Like,
2: why would you like kill him here?
0: Well, it's because you know they got to make their money for this franchise, right?
2: Yeah. A potential franchise. Yeah. That's a that's a key word. Potential.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, like the assassin's creed thing is like, oh, were you looking at genetic memory? I'm like as a concept like it's cool especially for like a movie or a game like you know just gives you flashbacks and all that but i always don't like those stories which are looks back because you know at the end of the day where everything's gonna go so like you know that this character dies or you know you're his descendant which means he had kids which means he found love which means this and that
1: yeah like there's certain things that i can already like piece together before even like seeing the actual movie or whatever game
0: so always remember that every time you play a character in assassin's creed they fucked <laughs> because that's the only way this whole thing works <laughs> i always find it funny when i'm watching like things current your descendants i'm like wait but the characters didn't have kids yet how does that work uh, it, I always find that funny. But, like, uh, I I'm talking about video game movies. I'm thinking about, like, did you ever see Prince of Perch of the movie? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. It was a perfectly serviceable movie. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible.
2: Could have been better.
1: And I've yeah. never played any of these,
2: but they're making Uncharted, like, Drake Uncharted. Now, I have definitely played this series. It's one of my favorite series. And I'm very nervous. Yeah, Tom Holland
1: Tom Holland actually, I guess, doesn't think he's going to do good in that movie, which is pretty bad because he's the actor <laughs> in the movie that plays it. So, uh, that yeah, plays he, the character.
0: Tom Holland's a little young for it, though. He, like Right now, he, he gets a teenager. Yeah. But he, he doesn't look like he's in his 20s yet. He hasn't hit that girl Yeah. Yet. <laughs> He hasn't hit his full puberty yet. I love the actor; he's really good. But like, I can't see him as Nathan Drake. I see him as Nathan Drake's sidekick. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's why. Like, when I saw that somewhere, that he doesn't have like confidence in himself. Of like, oh, he he's trying to be like. I saw like he was trying to be like more perfect, like to a T. I was like, oh, it was that good acting. Like he kept asking the director or whatever the cast, like, oh, is that was that good? Or like, should I do it again? Like he was, he's more comfortable being like Spider Man
0: than yeah. yeah. Well, the thing with Spider Man is that like he also knows all those guys at this point. Yeah, you know, when he plays Spider Man, he's not playing Spider Man with a bunch of new people. He's getting back into a role he already knows. I was actually watching this really cool video essay on it where, like, you know, when you see the Avengers, when you see those guys sit down and, and talk to each other and act. One of the reasons why it's so good is because they've been playing those characters for so long because you're not used to seeing that in movies. You're used to seeing that in TV series where these people know the characters, you know how they're going to act, you know how they're going to react. And whenever you see like a movie, it's like, this is the first time they're all playing these characters and you know, cause they've been together for a few best and like, okay, cool. Then they leave and don't come back. Maybe they'll do a sequel. But like with these movies are like every year they're doing something together. Yeah. So, like, Tom Holland's like, oh, cool, I've worked with uh, the, these guys, I've worked with these guys again, I'm still working with these guys, I'm still making movies, because, you know, Spider-Man is that cash, is that Marvel cash cow. That they will just milk until eternity.
1: We've talked on multiple occasions, like, on our other podcast, or whatever, like, Sierra Nova podcast, and a Breakfast Talk, about, like, reboots and stuff, and, like, how, like, wh- why is there so many reboots? Uh,
0: well, the lack of original ideas. Yeah. Well, I, also-
1: actually, I actually came up with like a slogan, I guess, for, or it's like a tagline, same thing. I don't know. Uh, for like our, like, Sierra Nova. <laughs> um, when I was creating our new like bio link for Instagram, I did that like the other day. Well, I finished it last night and I had nothing else to do I didn't want to go to sleep so it says originality starts here because yeah I'm trying to be original with shit even though like almost every story has already been told just it's now being told a different way
0: yeah no, for sure yeah. well I remember there was this old joke like I was <laughs> I was actually in a, a writing class back at university and um, the teacher was uh he brought in these guys who worked at Bioware as writers. And they were telling the story about how one of them worked at Disney for a while. And they joked, like, there's only four stories ever told. And we just keep retelling them. And they said, like, yeah, that's the Disney formula. And they joked about that. And then somebody from higher up at Disney came down. and like, okay, cool. There's only four stories ever told. And we just keep retelling them in different ways. And he like he said, like, and at that moment, I just died internally. Okay. Like piece of me just like dropped dead. And like, you know, it's kind of true, like you know, looking back on it, there's only so many stories or structures or formats that have ever been told, and we just keep doing it over and over again. Yeah,
1: yeah that's actually I think Dylan mentioned that, or someone mentioned that before, there is only four stories that that have ever been that's that you can do, and then you just tweak it a little. So,
0: yeah, so, yeah, because that the thing is that if you deviate too far from that, you just don't make things entertaining, you know. I'm not gonna write a story about me sitting down on my computer all day writing. It's like, go. Yeah. Oh, and then I thought about this idea. And then I thought yeah. that's not, it's like not entertaining because when you write these stories, you write them to be fun, entertaining, maybe teach a lesson, like make you think, that's what you wanna do. Yeah. So that, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, that actually reminds me because um, there's, I came up with three new comic ideas, uh, like plots that have nothing to do with my superhero stuff. And one, actually reminds me of like Misery because uh, just how it is. So there's this artist that wanted to like collaborate with me and then I sent her the three story ideas and then she hasn't said anything yet back. She's probably busy with like her own comic or whatever. But uh, the one is literally like Misery. It's not like a complete copy because it's a little different but it's almost the same thing of like this obsessed fan kidnaps this person that's part of a band like giving away my plot i'm I'm, like they kidnap this person that's part of the band and then they are forcing the band like the band member to like remake an album because like their new music like sucks so it's like i don't like this album they have to like redo it or whatever so they have a whole studio yeah so it's a lot like misery instead of writing a new book it's like you're stuck inside a studio and like you're being tortured until you actually write like make your album <laughs> so
0: be fair though that kind of sounds like any of us who've ever written anything like i'm just gonna lock myself in my room until like i finish this damn chapter yeah <laughs> it's just like basically the externalization of our sentiment when we write and i just use a lot of big words wow
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, like when I made the Seer Chronicles for the first time before I edited it like a bunch, um, it was like a, over 1,200-page story. So that's what it started as. Um, and when I started that one night, I just kept on writing, and I didn't go to sleep for like hours. So like I, I was awake from 11, like I was awake that entire day up into like five or six a.m. or something like that of the next morning and then I like took a little break and did like whatever I had to do I didn't have a job at that time so like I didn't have any like obligation to go anywhere and then I just kept writing for the next like month or two all I did was write that because I I didn't go to sleep because I had I had new ideas popping in my head like oh I can use this person as a character I because I use like people from my actual life as like certain characters you'll if, if you knew, like, certain friends of mine, you'll be able to see that when you read my comics. Um, so, yeah, I didn't go to sleep for a while when I was writing that. And uh, that started to leak into, like, other stories that I've done, so.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the same way when it comes to Korean characters, you know. I do like to add people that I know just to keep it real.
1: Yeah and like I, I yeah and i can actually like cuz most people don't know the person that i'm using as a character so like i have my friend ryan as this archer character like a green arrow type character um so i take his personality and then i just like i add something else to it to you know cuz t- for the story so like in real life hoping that never happens, his wife dies. His wife is, like, is dead. So the story actually doesn't have an origin yet. Like, it, I already wrote the origin, but, like, I'm not releasing the origin yet. So the first issue is actually going to be, like, months after the origin actually already happened. And he's already, like, a badass, like, superhero. Um, but he has that personality of, like, the actual real person. And I actually did that for a number of people that are in, like, Seer Chronicles, too, and stuff. There's a character that I used to be friends with, and he, he's not my friend anymore. And he's a character that's in the second issue of Seer Chronicles, but I don't want to name the actual person, but he, he, oh, he, he, he later has, like, a death. Um, oh, God. And it's, like, very, very bad because I don't like this person. So, like, and I, and I gave it, like fan service to my friend Ryan because he really doesn't like this person. So I'm like, your character is going to kill this guy.